welcome back everyone uh, to Fruity. What's new with you guys? What have you been up to since we last spoke? So I just went out for brunch this morning. I don't know if you can call it brunch, mm-hmm. but this is Shoreditch. This is the epitome mm-hmm. of it's vegan. For you. It's called Vegan Yes, which is a great name to start with anyway. I want to say vegan no, but anyway. Vegan <laughs> <laughs> We were actually talking about this this morning, and there should be a restaurant called Vegan Yes, Vegan No, and Vegan Maybe. Yeah, but they're just getting started. Yeah, on the UK, weirdest place ever. So short. Essentially, it's a Korean woman who meets this Italian guy somewhere in Italy. They hit it off. They're both doctors. They're both doctors. Yeah, they're both doctors. Um, They have masters in counseling, and. They're really into Tantra. Hold tantra. On, what, tantra. But, but what is Tantra? Tantra is all about, a lot of the time, you know Tantric sex? Yes. Yeah, so that's where it comes out in. But it's more about the energy between two people or, or several people, but it's all, it's a study. So you walked into the restaurant, they're like edging each other. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's the weirdest restaurant. Mm. So it's, it's Korean food meets Italian food. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's vegan. And you have these two doctors who are doing it. It's hilarious. Food's okay. <laughs> I'm still like stuck on Tantra. I had to Google the actual definition of what Tantra um, is. You should know this. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't backup. get the memo. I this mean, is, like, this is when your you thought this in school or something, <laughs> you know. It was my morning. So it was vegan, weird. vegan Yes is not um, sponsoring us because you just said that the food is okay. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was delicious. I don't think they could sponsor anything. They could barely stay alive. No, I won't. Okay. I'm joking. It was, it was, they were nice. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. Anyway, that was my morning. Yeah. How are you feeling, Jason? I'm good. Like, I'm, uh, I'm doing, uh, I'm feeling a bit hungover. Um, I suffer from, like, hungover, like, late afternoon hangovers, which is, like, I wake up feeling like a Disney princess. I'd be like, ah, like, you know, birds and, and, and all the animals. I'd be like, everything's so beautiful. I'm not hungover at all. And then in the afternoon, I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> Someone told me that that happens because I'm still drunk when I wake up. Yeah. Which is a possibility, right? Like, yeah. The withdrawal afterwards. But I also feel very sorry for myself when I'm hungover. <laughs> and then I sing, like, show tunes, like, you know, on my own and stuff like that. And I'm, like, very, feeling very sorry for myself. But... I, I'm good. Good. Yeah. good. This is me today. And how about you, V? How are you doing? I'm good as well. I um I've been you know just thinking thinking about show tunes, less show tunes. But I found this new artist. His name's Leo Kalyan. Okay. And he's um I think he's Pakistani. Mm-hmm. He's queer from the UK, and he's got the most beautiful voice. And his music is on point. So this is, it is like, like pop a or um I would. Mm, Ish pop electro, but really, really good music. So, it'd for be great our... if you could sing some for us right now. Yeah, sure. You've heard me sing yes. Sebastian, and you don't want to hear it again. No, I don't. Um, What's his name again? Leo Kalyan. Okay, let's tag him up. And yeah, maybe he can do like a can you come on the show? Yeah, <laughs> we could. Well, is he cute? He's very, yeah, he's beautiful, actually. There you go. So, um, anyway, that's a little top tip. You get food recommendations from us. You understand how to manage hangovers (laughs) by singing show tunes. And on top of that, you also get a music recommendation. Your lives are set. (laughs) 
So, building on the theme from show tunes, obviously mm. the last time we all spoke, we talked about religion. And that can be quite a heavy subject, but I think we did it, you know, we gave it justice. We did justice uh, to a tricky subject. But this time we're going to go a little bit lighter. We're going to talk about the movies that really inspired us, specifically gay movies or movies that are really known within the gay world, because we think uh, inspiration is a really important concept for us here at Fruity. So, um, I mean... We'll just jump straight into it, really. Mm. Uh, there's not a huge amount to say. There's loads of films. There have been more films uh, recently that seem to be about gay subjects. Certainly getting more kind of accolades, thinking about Call Me By Your Name, Moonlight, mm. Brokeback Mountain, Oscar nominations. I mean, shit is happening, which mm -hmm. is great. Really positive stuff. Um, but I think it's just nice to go down our own trips of memory lane and think yeah. about films that really made a difference to us as we were growing up, or yeah. even now. I'm thinking about like the the so when we talk about gay films, I I, I was uh, thinking about films that like I I watched when I was a kid and I was a bit like um, I just found I I just identified with them in some sort of way and I was trying to think I was like. A gay film that I watched when I was a kid, or something like that, and I couldn't find, I couldn't think of one. I think like a, like a specifically gay. Mm. And I thought about Titanic, and I'll explain you why in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I lived for Rose, uh, the character, and I still live for Kate Winslet. She's amazing. Um, was she the old lady? No, uh, <laughs> she then became an old lady, I okay. guess. Um, <laughs> and she threw the rock in the river or whatever. Um, Didn't she pose naked for a picture in that? Like, movie? paint me like your French girl. Yeah, it's uh, one of your French girls. That's like a quote. I'm not doing all that. my grinder dates. <laughs> there, right, I'm sitting on a couch <laughs> naked. With that lovely necklace around Yeah, you. well, no, it's not a necklace, really. It's like a whistle. Not even a pearl necklace. A whistle. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> anyways, we diverge in subjects. <laughs> I, um... There was something about her. She was uh, like uh, the, in the film. She's con like she's quite. Uh, I'm gonna use the word closeted. She's like this proper prim like lady being forced to marry someone, and she breaks away from it. And I was wondering when I thought about this, and I was like, why do I? Why? Why did I think about this film? And there was something about Rose, like trying to be herself, that I was kind of like, I was like, oh, look at you. And I think that's why I identify, if that makes any sense. She mm. was terrible. She let him drown. She pushed him there out was the door. A, there was space on uh, that door. There was space <laughs> They could have survived. Yeah. She was like, uh -huh. Listen, they needed someone to die in the film. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. She got her, you know, she got her... <laughs> we need um, some death. It's <laughs> a good film. I need to watch it again. Um, Is it Celine Dion, isn't it, when they're standing at the boat? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, I mean, come on. They, they. It was a gay gold. Like, they put fucking Celine Dion... To play, that was to, the best to, to sing, yeah, to sing the main like song, and I remember listening to that on repeat. There was like I forced my dad to buy the CD, the Titanic CD, which was nothing. There was only the um, like instrumental music and Celine Dion song at the end. I went out last year and a drag queen sang that song on stage. Wow. And then next thing you know, I got hit in the face with an iceberg lettuce. <laughs> After she sang the song. During the song. Wow. <laughs> Which is quite funny. Are they connected? What do you mean? The singing and the iceberg lettuce. Have yes. you seen the movie? No, I don't know. Yes. No, no, I think I have seen Titan. No, I'm sure I've seen what it. What is the bloody boat hit, Dee? Oh. Oh. An iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> I got there in the end. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, wow. so yeah, that's, I mean, like, 
I remember that film. So this character like being like quite closeted in a way and trying to break break away. So I think, and uh, you know, us. I mean, I'm gonna speak to myself, but I'm gonna speak to everyone else as well. Why not? Gay guys love a powerful woman, mm -hmm. and she was powerful somehow. She was like, "You're not staying on my door, bitch." Drown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, agency. And then I don't know if you guys watched this film. It's called Mannequin. The yes. second one, though, not oh. the Kim Cattrall. <laughs> oh, not the Kim Cattrall one. Is that a horror movie? No, oh. it's so good. <laughs> so the it comes alive. Yeah. Okay. So there's the, the second one. There's this gay character, this this black guy, and he's amazing. He's so. And I mean, uh, I think this film was released in the like, late 80s, maybe. And like this guy is so flamboyant and so much fun and so funny. And it's kind of like he flirts with boys in film, in the film. Like he kind of like his flirt flirtations with people. I, I love the fact that like there's no, um, which I'm going to speak, we can talk about it later. I love the fact that there's no like, oh, that guy's gay. He was just being a character. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? There was no like uh, labeling or anything. Yeah, exactly. He was just being himself. You know, air quotes. Um, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. So those are the two films that I think about. And then you know, there's glamorous ladies is the, my theme. So Hocus Pocus, oh love God, it. That's yeah, the best I think movie. it's a gay. And yeah. I had a thing for that cat. That cat was cute. Oh, and it's no. not sexy. No. At the end, he becomes a man. That's illegal. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, <laughs> I do. Silence. <laughs> so I talked about priests being yeah. cute, and I'm talking about cats being sexy. And you definitely were up for some Satanism. So yeah, like I was sure. gonna say, who are you, Jason? <laughs> who are you becoming? Yeah, those are, those, those are my films. How about you, Sebastian? Well, it's funny because when we started talking about gay cinema, I just thought, oh god, because over the years I just took a step back from gay cinema because everything I saw, it was just really badly produced and I didn't enjoy a lot of the, the movies that I saw so whenever a new gay movie quote unquote, came out I just didn't go and see it I didn't bother um, because the ones that I did see it was always the same story it's always a coming out story mm. it's always quite depressing it's or it's kind of it's a glamorized story it's always you know two privileged white guys who are struggling coming out it was it never told a, an alternative story um, it never shed light mm -hmm. on something real. Um, but then recently, there's been some really good stuff in cinemas. Moonlight, for example, I loved. It was mm. such a fantastic I movie. Seen that. Is it good? Just, it's yeah. really good, but it really is. It's it's just a, a good movie. If the characters could have been gay or not, but it's just it's a fantastic movie. Um, but the way they discussed it um, and bringing in the black culture element, it was really fantastic. Mm. So I think there's some good gay cinema in the making and coming out, definitely. But then I also thought back to some movies that I've seen as a kid or as a teenager that maybe watching them now actually have quite some gay elements in it, which I it never um, clicked back, back when, when I watched it. But um, there's definitely some gay culture movies yeah. that I loved. Um, thinking about Clueless, for example. Mm -hmm. I love Clueless. Um, she's a hero to me, the, the main character. She's Elisa fantastic. Silverstone, was Cher. Cher. Yeah. She was just fantastic, such a such a good spirit. And yeah. Obviously, the outfits, the fashion, you know, the lifestyle, all of that. It's just, it was very flamboyant and colorful and great. So, those kind of movies I And then I you have loved. Christian. Christian is gay. Christian is I remember gay, actually yeah. maybe he was the first gay uh, character. Do you, have you watched Blue Yeah. And then she's like, oh, he's like, he, he's 
He's a bit stereotypically gay, though. He has, like, great sense of fashion. Yeah. And then he, he turns really out that he's, he's, like, very, like, he's very friendly with her. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's like, oh, he's gay. Yeah. Mm. But they make fun of it in a, in a nice way, and it's not a big thing. So. No, it's not, yeah. actually. Yeah, that's true. So it's yeah. really good. And then the other movies that I brought down were The Birdcage, which I remember watching when I was really young. Mm. And it, it's just about, you know, these this group of gay guys essentially um, having a who, but never, again, I never thought much of it. Mm. And then obviously this Miss Doubtfire. Oh. Gayest movie of them all. Do you think that's a gay film? I don't know, probably not, but... <laughs> I guess it could be... Imagine if there's a woman. Yeah. He walks around Tootsie as well. Is Tootsie? Tootsie. Yeah. Tootsie's mm. such a good film. Yeah. But that's I wouldn't, nice. I don't think Tootsie's like, like a particularly gay film. No. Mm. But, but yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. They dress up in drag. I don't know. It's on my list. <laughs> yeah, man dressing up as a woman. Come on. It's yeah. gotta be gay culture movies. You like There's that, don't something. you? <laughs> 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 Moving on from that. So, uh, I, I, well, it, it, when I was thinking about this, um, I had the kind of like serious choices and then I had obviously like the guilty pleasures. Serious choices. So for me, the serious choice, like a film that I've loved and I've watched at least, I think maybe six times, is Paris is Burning. Oh, yeah. So, while it's like, you know, it's more documentary mm. rather than movie, in my mind, it's still a movie. It's one yeah. of the kind of best, I, I would say, LGBT films that's out there. And I just found it really haunting. But what I really loved about that film, and I think maybe this speaks to uh, being gay for myself, mm. is, you know, they had to create their own secret world and their own secret community where they could truly be themselves in a place where the world wouldn't really give them space to be themselves. So the balls, the underground scene, I kind of loved it. And I used to feel envious thinking, of course we've got so much progressiveness now and I would never trade that in. Yeah. But to have lived during that time, I feel like that would have been a real mm. fascinating time of life to... And depressing and sad. <clears throat> I mean, oh God, can you imagine? <laughs> I'm sure, but... but... that was kind of their religion in a way. Yeah. Speaking of religion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just that sense of... And like the fact that they had these houses and a house mother, I just found the whole kind of, what's the right word to use? Um, the whole kind of premise of, yeah, I don't know, family, fashion, community, mm-hmm. really finding ways to s- subvert kind of mainstream yeah. heteronormative culture and just really owning your space. And obviously there were some sad stories in there, things that just make your heart sort of bleed. So anyway, definitely love that film. Um, but then coming back to like the kind of crazy shitty films that I really really enjoy okay. not that your choices are shitty that sounds really <laughs> awful but I would definitely definitely put um, so I liked My Best Friend's Wedding probably because I was in love with maybe one oh, of my best friends uh, and Julia Roberts is just a powerhouse actress mm-hmm. I love Mean Girls like oh, yes. who can you know Mean yeah. Girls is like a classic. Lindsay mm-hmm. Lohan and her little friends in that little Santa baby outfit. Too gay to function. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So I, I just think that there is all these different things that um, make gay cinema so exciting at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things I have a slight problem with, though, Uh-oh. if I was just going to throw a little <laughs> bit of, you know, constructive criticism, is that we've had like two of the biggest films, Call Me By Your Name and Brokeback Mountain, mm-hmm. Both centered around white men who are all straight actors, um, as far as we know, based on what's reported. (laughs) And for me, that's like an issue. I think one of the things as we were just researching this, I I love to kind of like go down rabbit holes when I do a bit of research. 
And I was just thinking about representation of gay people in the industry. Oh, missing completely. And there's such a gap. The progress is so slow. This is something new for me that I found out. The fact that of um, like the top 125 films last year, only 18% had an LGBTQ character in them. And the majority of those characters were gay men. If you get to race, if you get to lesbianism, like you're barely even represented. But it just makes me think that there's still something, even though we're seeing talent coming through, there's a there's something broken. Oh, absolutely. Think of the last um, Disney movie that came out, um, the new Beauty and the Beast mm. movie, which got banned in some countries, mm-hmm. like Russia and China saying, oh no, you cannot show this movie here unless you cut out certain scenes. Because that character was gay. Yeah, mm. and they were hinting at him being gay. It wasn't mm-hmm. even one of the main characters he didn't you know mm. have a gay relationship or or anything it was just hinted at how mm. depressing is that i think um so you have uh, like good writers writing good content for for film and series as well actually mm-hmm. um so you had the guy that wrote milk which yeah. was a good film um so i guess it is somehow all the gay writers need to they need to start writing films and but then they need to get it produced then you know it needs to be an interesting subject i think lgbt plus it's on trend Mm -hmm. and i hate to say that that it's on trend because it'll be like it shouldn't be it should be just a normal right yeah Mm -hmm. so for example i watched this film called fantastic woman and it's um it's an amazing film about a transgender woman um, and when her partner dies, uh, you, her family just, his family just basically excluding her from everything. It's very, very beautiful. The actress is beautiful and she's a tra- transgender and yeah, anyways. But I think that's why going full circle, which I love a good full circle, is... We're just going to edit this out. But <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is so important to have relatable gay characters, yes. male, female, trans, in film. And so people, if I am a five, seven-year-old kid or a 10-year-old kid or a teenager and watch a film and I'm like, okay, you know what? This person is like me. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's it. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. I think people just need to write, I think like they need to take an opportunity now that it's so on trend, mm-hmm. like LGBT films, LGBT people, mm-hmm. it's so on trend, um, and just write as many as they can and try to get them sold to, to, to like production companies mm-hmm. and just get them made. Yeah. And just showing real people, I guess, as well. Yeah. Like, I think, I think I'm a bit over, unless they, they release something completely out of this world, but I'm a bit over the whole like coming out process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Call Me By Your Name was an interesting film I liked because it wasn't about them being gay. Mm. It was more about them falling in love. Yeah. Yeah, so I like that about it, yeah. It's beautifully shot. Okay, well, you know my thoughts on that movie. <laughs> creepy, you don't like it? Creepy. How old is he in the film? Yeah. <laughs> He's like 11 and the other guy's... He's like not 11. 37. He's no. Like, and the parents are like, oh, this is fine. Just get on with it. No, it's not cool. Not with my children. Thank you very much. I think uh, just uh, just to temper those kind of uh, age gaps that Sebastian just mentioned, I think technically he's 16, 17, and Army Hammer looks much older, but was playing a Army character. Army Hammer. 
Um, <laughs> a character that was around 24 years old, apparently. According, really? Yeah, according wow. to the book and the story. I don't know. But you know, you guys have just said that you don't want to see another coming out story. I do want to recommend one, which is on Netflix at the moment. Okay. And it's called Alex Strangelove. And it's a beautiful film. I really went, watched, started watching it with zero expectation. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. It's been out for a while. And um, the acting is so brilliant. And it is about a guy figuring out his sexuality. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just done, again, in that way of just... just This is just a story about people. This mm -hmm. isn't about some flamboyant guy living up to some trope or some stereotype about being gay. There was a... I know that we're talking about films, but there's a series um, with uh, Alan Cummings, which I love him as an actress. Uh, actress? Mm -hmm. Hello. <laughs> I'm sure. And he's like a, a gay, like a police officer. Like he happens to be gay. And he's like an investigator and stuff like that. I need to look up the name, but it's... Um, mm. So yeah, like I, I like to see stuff like that. Like yeah. a character that is a bit... That is a bit dubious. It's it's, it's it's not dubious, but like uh, being gay is not the main thing yeah, in their exactly. lives. So I think because we have so much more in our lives than like you know fashion and anal sex and stuff like that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that was my existence. Has anyone seen uh, Killing Eve? Um, yes. I've just I've just watched. I don't know if that was the last episode of the season. Maybe there's a new season coming out, mm. and it's so good. And again, it's about it's about people that happen to be um, lesbian slash bisexual or trisexual or whatever. Mm. They're um, curious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bi curious. And it's so twisted and funny and and good. It's with Sandra Oh, that mm. you you mm. haven't yeah. watched it, have you? No. Yeah, it's so good. And there's a, a lot of other series that, like, thinking about, you know, obviously, like, Sex and the City. Mm. It's kind of like a... It's, I mean, Sex and the City is a bit trashy nowadays, I guess. But it, it, I it love did. Sex and the City. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. you, you described yourself today as a Charlotte, so I guess... Uh, <laughs> what? You are not a Charlotte. No? No. <laughs> Why am I not a Charlotte? What do you think is? How are you a Charlotte? Because I'm... Approved. Well behaved. Mm. Approved. <laughs> <laughs> well this behaved. is wow. The claws are off. <laughs> Jason is launching straight in. No, I think it could be a Miranda actually. Yeah. I can't yeah, believe we were like definitely. talking about this, but it's yeah. terrible. But to your point, because you said there's a lot of movies around gay men or series even around gay men. Mm -hmm. um, I knew that there was a show called The L Word, which I never saw. Oh, I heard no. about. Blue is the Warmest Colour, which was another lesbian film that was very popular. Mm -hmm. There's Looking film. Mm -hmm. as well. Oh, that Looking, was good. I love Looking. Looking was good, yeah. never seen it. You should see it. First season mm -hmm. is not that good. Second season is very good. Um, and there's a little canceled. film. Huh? Then it got cancelled. I wonder why. Like, it was good. good. It was really it good. It was very yeah. good, yeah. I enjoyed it. And Russell Tovey was in it, which mm -hmm. I, I see him every now and again in Walking the Streets Me of London. Me too. He was on Chappie the other day when I was Are you kidding? Day. I swear to God, he was there on, on Chappie. That's bullshit. <laughs> Unless someone's using his profile pictures. Yeah, probably. But you can because you need to have a Facebook profile for oh, Chappie. yeah. I don't know. I'd I love, I love him. I mean, do I love him? I saw him I in Sitges as well when I was there a couple of um, years ago in Sitges. Maybe he loves you. There's no, I mean, 
there was literally no connection. I just knew him straight away because <laughs> he used to be in this brilliant comedy on the BBC where actually as a gay actor, he was playing a straight man. Mm. It was called Him and Her. And it yes. was a brilliant yeah. comedy. Um, I think we're closing things off here. But um, remember, support LGBTQ cinema and TV. So keep on watching it. Um, go to the cinema, watch it on Netflix. Uh, see what you like, what you don't like, and get involved because there's a lot of really good stuff out there. Um, more and more is coming. And just remember, we can love the films that we've seen, but we need to inspire more LGBTQ talent to make more movies that represent us. So more people need to write good cinema as well. Um, keep on producing it, please support it. Um, and remember, the media is powerful and it drives acceptance and community. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a really important medium. Definitely. Um, that we should Preach. support. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> So I had an amazing time. I love films and I, yeah, it's been, it's been good. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And make sure to tune in again next time. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you can um, get our episodes whenever we, whenever we release it uh, automatically on your, on your phone. Um, in the meantime, you can send us uh, questions, feedback. You can send us any films that you think you, we didn't mention. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And the name is We Fruity. See you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.